listening to Filling the Storehouse podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. What's up, everybody? This is Stu. And as an active duty military service member, my daily duties don't just happen between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Many times my work flows into nights, weekends, and early mornings, which often make it difficult to be a real estate investor on the side. On top of that, I have a family that I love spending time with. My six-year-old daughter and my three-year-old son are so much fun. And as all of you parents know, it takes a lot of time to actively be engaged in our children's lives, which is a good thing. This is not only a problem for those in the military, it's a challenge for anyone who has a full-time job and a family. Having a side hustle is difficult, especially if it requires an active role, i.e. trading time for money. Therefore, many try to build streams of passive income in order to create more time for themselves and their families. Heck, I've been searching and trying to create passive income streams for almost 13 years now, and I've tried about every type of real estate investing out there. So what I did was I created a free report called the 10 levels of passivity, and it dives deeper into each type of real estate investing strategy, and it uh, identifies a level of passivity to it. Um, It's uh, free, and uh, if you're interested in getting it, you can just send us an email. The email is podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Again, that's podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Uh, we'll send you that report. And then if you're interested in talking more about some of these different strategies, um, I would love to have a conversation with you. So send us an email and we'll get that over to you and fill uh, your storehouse. See ya. All there right, it there it is. Recording now. What's up, everybody? David, good what to see up, you. Stuart, great to see you. Long time no see. Haven't spoken to you for at least... 17 minutes 17 i was gonna say 16 but it's close yeah it's a good looking hat you got there hey man i like your hat too dude thanks man yeah. uh steven your hat eh. Eh. Ooh, it's, it's the one i don't Philly even team know i, I don't, I don't I definitely even know don't like what that sweatshirt sport that is <laughs> what, what sport like is the hat and what school is the sweatshirt i don't recognize either is that one a community college it is. It's the school for Wayward Lost Boys of Colorado, and then uh, the Flyers up top. I will rep them proudly. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, uh, this is uh, this is filling the Storehouse podcast, and we have. Uh, we I think we just kind of felt sorry for having uh, Stephen on. I mean, we felt sorry for him, like have an Air Force guest come on. Um, <laughs> you know, have him hey, Stu. We, as we were just talking about, uh, if if uh, Stephen decides to like drop this call we might be uh hurting for an, an episode here so All right, I, I, nice. we're very grateful for you yeah hey i am glad to be here and i will proudly rep the air force i gotta uh gotta you know get e- equal representation in here that's fair that's fair hey man i i am a huge believer in the military and i'm also a huge believer in supporting our civilian counterparts so i'm a huge fan of the air force as well like i think that <laughs> i think that we need to um, be able to completely embrace all of our civilian partners. So yeah, yeah, man. yeah. All right, welcome, hey, Stu. Where, where are you working right now? I am working on an Air Force base. And oh, I absolutely, I right. absolutely love it. I absolutely right. Love yeah. It. No, yeah. man, man, yeah. those buildings are real nice. Well, I take that. Yeah. Well, so our our Navy building is in the corner, like way, like on the other side of the of the runway. And it's, it's crap. Like it's, it's a hand-me-down. Like, it's an airport it's a, hand-me-down. Yeah, dude. It's, it's run down. Um, and actually right. the, 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 the commanding officer of the base has coming over before. And he's like, uh, you guys need, you guys need some money to, to fix this place up. <laughs> like, yeah, please. They're like, Oh yeah. Sorry. We can't yeah. help. Ooh. Yeah. No. Uh, but, uh, awesome. but yeah, we're getting way off topic, but that's okay. Um, anyways, we have Steven tonight, Steven, if you don't mind, just, uh, kind of doing a little intro and telling, telling our listeners kind of who you are and, and, and why we even are having you on the show. Yeah. I, I cannot answer the second question. That <laughs> is, uh, 
that is an open question that we might reach by the end of this hour. It's because you're, uh, hi- it you're too highly qualified for our show. Is that what you're saying? No, I got you. No, got you. no absolutely not. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm Stephen. I am an active duty Air Force uh, officer working out of New Jersey. Um, I fly uh, the mighty KC-10 tanker. Um, so it is a flying airliner, literally. Um, it's great. We... Um, we live in Philadelphia, which uh, I really enjoy. We um, do a lot of, you know, we really enjoy the Northeast area up here. Um, like I said, I'm recording this from the Poconos. We're getting some snow. I love me some snow. So it's been a good return to, uh, to that, that cold. But I am uh, also working kind of on the side. I do some work for a company that's a, another podcast called Chooseify. And we, you know, are, are out there to teach financial literacy, right? So financial independence, I specifically work on the foundation sciences, Chooseify International Foundation. And our, um, our purpose is to serve uh, financial literacy education to underserved communities. And so that's kind of how I got hooked up with all of this uh, financial independence stuff. That's awesome, man. What a huge mission too. Stu and I were just having a conversation. Actually, we have this conversation quite a bit on um, you know, financial literacy and, and not even financial independence or, you know, wealth, uh, you know, wealth creation or, or legacy, just, just literacy, just the bare minimum yeah. of, you know, when you think of the word financial literacy, I mean, it, it is a foundational skill to be able to read and it's a life-changing skill to be able to read. And the other side of that to be illiterate is, is a huge detriment to, to, growth and and you know just in general it's just not it is it is not good um but yet we have so many people walking around that are financially illiterate and it is it's sad it's a sad place to to be and so your mission if you don't mind just talking a little bit about what you guys do because it is such an important i, I think it's not emphasized enough of how important and life-changing it is to um you know to, to understand even just the bare minimum basics of of finances yeah, you know, our our two co-founders on the podcast, they say this all the time. They say, once you see this stuff, you can't unsee it. I mean, it is literally life-changing. And when you look back, like when you learn to drive a car, somebody taught you, right? When you learned to jump in a swimming pool and swim laps, like somebody had to teach you how to do that. Very rarely does somebody like hop into those activities and just have zero instruction. But we have kids leaving high school, kids leaving uh college people entering the military who have had literally zero conversations about like how to handle money and just the basics on it and so we our group essentially recognizes that and we say hey how can we bring how can we change this how can we start to make an effect um and i I, it was you guys on the podcast recently right that talked about the starfish story and you know like how you can just start to make a difference with individual people but then it does start to add up and it starts to stack so the chooseify financial uh chooseify international foundation we have three focuses so uh, one of our main focuses is actually the pre-k through 12 curriculum so it's a curriculum that has been created for teachers that's free all of it is online it is intended to be taught in school like as a part of your classroom material it's great and and that is it's compliant. I'm not a teacher, so I'm going to ruin all of these specific terms, but you know, it's compliant with all the, like the state and the national um, standards. And so it actually fits, it plugs in for teachers for, you know, their English requirements and math requirements, right? Like they have activities that kind of check a bunch of these boxes that teachers need and, and it's free and it's out there for them. So that is a really big piece of what we're doing is, is can we change, um, students who are coming out of high school and giving them those basics, those tools just to to begin with, right? Like how different would all three of our lives be if we understood these concepts when we were 18 years old? Um, I would probably not be working still. I mean, that's, you know, that's the reality of it. So the, the second piece of it that we looked at is, is the military. And, and we actually, I've, you know, I look at this big picture. We kind of started out with military, but really I like to say we, uh, want to bring financial literacy to, literacy to all of public servants. So, you know, military, fire, police, federal employees, that kind of thing. So we have got some material that specifically focuses on those individuals and like, how do you take the, the military actually gives us a whole bunch of advantages. They give us 
some tools that nobody else has. Um, you know, the TSP is a fantastic retirement tool. Whereas if you're a teacher, like you're wading through just horrible options most of the time. And if you're at a large uh, company with 401k options, it's usually like multiple pages worth of lists of, of options and they're not all great. So yeah. we have some advantages in the military and we really want to teach federal employees and military and state employees like fire and police, like how to use those advantages um, to really benefit them throughout the long term. And then the last one is just general financial literacy. And so we have a course called FI 101, Financial Independence 101, that has had about 12,000 people take it. It's free. It's online. It's 12 lessons. It's self-paced. Each lesson probably takes about 30 minutes. And it's, uh, it's video and like worksheet activities. But it is, it is action-based, right? So the lesson one is like, what are the things that matter to you? So what brings you joy? Like write down, you know, not talking money at all. Like what are the 10 things that bring you joy? Okay, great. Look at that list. Like how many of those things actually cost you money? Okay. So now the old adage of, if you look at somebody's checkbook, you can tell what is important to them. Like, does your checkbook equal what is on that list of 10 things? Yes or no. And then we kind of walk you down the road of like, how to understand compound interest, how to look at bank accounts, how to look at investing from a very simple index fund, um, you know, wide investing type approach, keeping it simple, keeping it automated. We can give you, you know, a roadmap to get to success almost no matter where you start. That's kind of the approach that we take uh, in that course. So that's the big picture. That's what we, what we do at the foundation. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. I think all of us would be in a way different spot um, if we would have kind of, you know, leaving high school and known all of this stuff. I mean, uh, I, I remember, I, I'm assuming you got like a, a starter loan um, at the Academy. Yeah. Like, we did. Did I, I, I right. blew it. Like I blew it yeah. on, on a Chevy Tahoe, you know, for like 35 grand and yeah. just retarded, man. Like I'm, I'm still mad at myself for, for doing it's that. a sweet ride though, man. It was so it was, cool. Two door. <laughs> We had to like pop the yep. seat up in order to get to the, I mean, it was picked awesome. Up, picked up a lot of chicks in that thing. No, you didn't. Oh. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we, but, we uh, did. I, mean, I did. I got that same loan, you know, like, yeah. and I look back and it's like, man, what, what did I do with that? I honestly, I, I paid off my car. I paid off some credit cards from school and I could not tell you what I did with the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, uh, what kind of got you started, um, you know, down this path on your journey of, of kind of, you know, the choose FI journey, but just really in general of, of personal finance. And I'm getting excited about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, burning it all to the ground. That's what got me started. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, I, you know, uh, shortly after leaving school, I thought I had my life figured out. I was, you know, new. And, and so, okay, actually, I want to step back one. I, I think that when you hear people starting to talk about financial literacy and, and understanding how to, you know, what to do with your money, it can be intimidating, right? Like it's an intimidating concept. And so uh, I'm about to tell a story that says like, it doesn't matter who you are, or where you started, like whether you are coming straight out of high school and enlisting, whether you have been to four years of college, um, you know, and had a starter loan and had, you know, uh, a, a guaranteed paycheck coming out, like that's where I was and I messed it up. So it is okay that anybody else in the world it's okay to like not have a grasp on this. Um, you just have to take a step. Like you have to take an intentional step. So what happened with me is I was uh, in the Air Force to, to go to pilot training. You first go to IFS, which is down actually in Pueblo, Colorado, right? We fly around uh, tiny little airplanes. They haze you for a little bit. It's like six weeks long. And then you go on with the rest of your life. Everyone hates it. So um, I was stationed in Florida. So I had to drive from Florida to Colorado to go to this IFS because there's probably like two months or so in between when I graduated and, and when I showed up to IFS. So I was already down in Pensacola. I um, had planned on leaving Pensacola on payday, right? And I for whatever reason, it was like one of those times when the holidays or the weekend or whatever it was like payday was not the day I thought it was. It was the next day. And my credit cards were maxed out. I had literally $0 in my bank account, an actual zero on the computer screen. And I had to call my parents and ask them to wire me money 
which I then had to drive across the border from Pensacola into Alabama. And I almost ran out of gas to make it to like the Western Union where they sent me money, right? This is a fully minted lieutenant in the Air Force. I was like, clearly something has gone awry. Uh, what life choices has, have led me to this place on the side of the highway, almost running out of gas, uh, borrowing money from my parents. So that's what did it. So I, uh, my parents were a part of the Dave Ramsey. They used Dave Ramsey when I was in high school. I really, I had a disdain for it, to be honest with you. I, I thought it was like a cult. I made fun of my parents all the time, like later on when I was in college. But my parents said, they said, we're going to give you this money and we're going to give you the Dave Ramsey CDs and you have to listen to them. Like you've got what, like a 20 hour drive to Colorado. So you got plenty of time. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I did, I listened to it and it, it did make a difference. Like that is where it started for me in terms of, okay, I have an idea of what I need to, what I need to do in terms of um, stop spending money that I don't have. Like that was the basics of it. Right. And then um, fast forward a few years, I'm in my first aircraft and I'm deployed. I had a six month deployment to Afghanistan. You literally can't spend money even if you want to there. So uh, short of Amazon. And so we had some money, I had some money to invest. And so I started investing in the stock market. Uh, that's where I made my second large mistake, which was my roommate. His dad was an American Airlines pilot. American Airlines was going through bankruptcy. You should not invest in a bankrupt company. Like that's generally <laughs> poor advice, but for whatever reason, my roommate- My low like, sell high, right? Yeah, you, know, like, you guys you were going to bail them out, man. You were going to bail them out. <laughs> yeah. Your investment was going to be the one that put them over. So it was, you know, like it, you know, two weeks before I invested in it, it was like pennies. It was like 79 cents or something. I don't know. It was, a, it was low point. I put not a small amount of money into American Airlines. It, long story short, they came out of bankruptcy. They like repaid their uh, stock owners, which is unheard of. And so I made a bunch of money from that. I made like $10,000 off of whatever $1,500 I put in. Right. Nice. I was like, I'm a genius. This is awesome. <laughs> I should do this all the time. Yeah. So I took Quit that $10,000. <laughs> yeah. I took that $10,000. I put it in a whole bunch of other stuff and turned it into zero. So, um, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is clearly also not what I should be doing with my life. So that is where I read um, J.L. Collins' Simple Path to Wealth. And I, I went through a few of the books. So I basically, I, I moved after that deployment. I moved to my new duty station. I had kind of six months of going through training. And I put myself through like every finance book that you could find on Barnes & Noble's bookshelf, right? And J.L. Collins was one of those books. And I read that after a whole bunch of other books. Um, and I was like, wow, that is that is incredibly simple and it is incredibly easy. And I don't even have to think about it. Like, why would I spend all this time looking at, you know, the stock tickers and charts and all this nonsense when I can just put it in there. And funny enough, he says, I already have the way to do it, which is the TSP. So that's really where the light bulb came on of like, why, why has nobody told me this? Like, why did it take me crashing and burning twice over a five-year period after leaving college to get this information like this is crazy this people should be shouting this from the mountaintops and so that's when i got plugged in with the the chooseify guys and and uh and really started to you know say okay i there was some imposter syndrome right like i didn't feel comfortable at the time standing up in front of my unit and saying hey like let me teach you this but I did feel comfortable in, you know, like the cave of my house, creating some material and giving it to these guys to put online for the military and that kind of thing. And it's kind of snowballed from there. So I'm kind of curious, what, what drew you to them specifically? Like out of all the different organizations, what was it about uh, Choose a Five? You know, I, it was kind of luck and being in the right, the right place um, and being, prepared and and really more just willing to put yourself out there so i i was listening to their podcast it was pretty early on there's a few different podcasts that i listened to i also listened to some radio shows from um uh, one of the colleges that's near us here like a local radio show and i had called into the radio show asked them some questions and i was like ah that answer was kind of so so and then i was listening to their podcast they did um, a conference a podcast uh, i think it was podcast movement conference actually uh, here in philadelphia one year and they said 
on the, on the podcast, like, Hey, we're just going to hang out at one of the breweries, the local breweries, if you want to come hang out. And so I did, and I, I met one of the guys that started it and really just kind of struck up a friendship and, and said, Hey, like I'm passionate about this stuff, but I don't, you know, I don't really know where to start. And he encouraged me basically, uh, you know, just get over the imposter syndrome and, and start to write something down on paper. Um, that's where it all starts. And so I kept up with them over time and, and they, um, yeah, I just, I would help answer questions. And so I kind of wasn't looking for anything at the time. I was answering questions for them about military stuff. So when they talked about it on their podcast, they didn't, you know, they use the right words and the right terms and that kind of stuff. And then eventually they said, Hey, you know, we would really love just if you would help us build some of this, this military stuff. And I said, yeah, I'd love to do that. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's interesting that you, um, you know, kind of talk about this and, and I, I didn't plan on going here, but, you know, so you, you recently joined uh, the War Room Mastermind Group and yeah. something that we, that we kind of talk about and, and maybe you haven't seen much on it yet, but something that we kind of talk about is, is just what you talked about, like getting yourself out there, like yes. getting over this imposter syndrome and you know, there's somebody that you can help and that you can serve. There's somebody that doesn't know as much as you do. And, and this idea of, of kind of keeping the secret identity of just this military guy, um, I, I think, I think is, is a disservice to so many people. Um, and, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, I, I think really think about that and, and, and challenge yourself to um, think about who you can help and who you can serve. And, and, and just like Steven said, like, put yourself out there. Right. And um, there's someone that, that you can help and there's someone that's listening and you never know like what's going to come of that you know Stephen you know threw himself out there and now he's working with this and making amazing organization so um I don't know I, I think it's awesome man it's I think so sometimes true. in our weakness sorry go ahead Stephen I, I was gonna say like it's unfortunate because we as military members are like putting ourselves out there is extremely hard as a military member we yeah. I think that we do sometimes have that um the bravado or the the you know kind of strength to get through imposter syndrome in an area that we're comfortable with but very rarely in the military does the military reward just putting yourself out there for something completely new and something completely off the rails that it you know is, is a beneficial item so I, I just think it's interesting we it's something that we as military members i think have to um, try especially hard at doing um, and especially like to add another layer to that right would be outside the military I know you guys have talked about like having a side hustle in the military is so important and we can dive down that rabbit hole you know later on if we want to but I would agree with you guys wholeheartedly but it's so hard it is it's almost looked down upon in some circles of the military to have anything going on outside the military yeah, you know, and it's interesting. I think that's, you know, those are awesome points and and kind of go back to what you were saying, Stu, and, and uh, related to to your story, Stephen, is I think one thing we also don't recognize, and in this culture, the military culture, it's, it's almost gotten to be a zero fault um, Navy that mistakes are not tolerated. And so we don't share them openly. But I will tell you, if you're struggling with alcoholism, do you want to talk to somebody who... Uh, potentially grew up in the church and never touched a drop of alcohol, or do you want to talk to a recovering alcoholic? Well, I personally yeah. want to talk to the recovering alcoholic because that person knows exactly where I've been. And I think that's the strength and sharing and putting yourself out there in the weakness is that, you know, to your point, Stu, you can always teach somebody. It's not even that you have to know more than them. It's just simply that you can relate with them and, you, and they can sit down and say, Hey man, the power of, spending money of alcohol of drugs of of whatever perfection like it is so consuming to me and if i'm sitting there saying i know exactly what you're talking about that that in in and of itself can can spark a change and drive a, a life difference right and so i think the fact that you're that you're sharing what the, the the weakness and sharing where you came from that in and of itself is invaluable and we don't even realize that until maybe many years later, you know, when someone comes back, like, man, that conversation we had really changed my life. And I think that's, that's what you're doing, right? And a lot of people are suffering through uh, this inability to be financially savvy. Mm -hmm. And, and it is a huge burden when you look at divorce, you look at yeah. stress, you look at all these things. And, and so I think there's a, 
a huge thing. So I encourage people to reach out to Steven, right? If, if that sounds like you reach out to one of us, you know, uh, to, to have that conversation because it is, it is huge. Yeah. The other thing too, you'll notice uh, that I've noticed is once you kind of become I in my unit, I don't, you know, I don't start a finance conversation with anybody, but if, you know, when you're sitting in an airplane turning circles for eight hours, you talk about everything. So, you know, those topics come up and you can, you can add something to it. You can kind of bring your story up and you can start to have like, what's clearly, you know, simple and credible advice for people. Um, you say, Hey, like, uh, you know, Robin hood and game stock, like, uh, that sounds great, but you know, have you thought about the TSP? Like it's, <laughs> it's actually really a uh, useful product for you in retiring. And so, you know, you kind of gain a reputation where people will, will start to ask you questions. But also the other interesting thing that I've noticed too, is that other people who know what they're talking about start to talk, right? It's so like you kind of become, um, you've, you've broken the ice a little bit. And so now like in my unit, um, I've found out that there's, you know, three or four people who are really smart and doing, you know, really savvy stuff with their finances. And I've been part of my unit for seven years and I never knew that. But then, you know, recently we have some of these conversations out in public with some of the younger guys, um, they'll pipe up and, and say, Hey, yeah, no, that's, you know, whatever I've been doing this for, for a long time. And, and I've got two or three rental houses in different States. And that's really put me in a great position to, to do what I want after the military. And so you hear all these great stories that weren't coming out of the woodwork until somebody said something. Well, it's, and it's a way to connect um, outside of just, military talk and and really it's just another opportunity to be a leader you know and it, it opens conversations where people can put uh some trust in you uh to talk about some serious subjects that they would probably not otherwise be able to talk about um and you know so opening up that door just like you're talking about is i think it's huge man um i, I mean i i wish i wish there was more of it i actually started doing um so Dave Ramsey was how I got started. I was, you know, mm -hmm. I, I took the, the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University course when I was uh, in Iraq on, on, a, on a deployment. And um, it, it was like a light bulb that went off and I was in debt, you know, just like, just like you're talking about. And I got back to, to zero and I was like, man, like more people need to know about this though. So I actually bought the course myself and, and started teaching it. Um, in my squadrons and, and helping, you know, I've basically taught it at every command that I've, that I've uh, been at so far. And it's just, it's amazing how just a simple Dave Ramsey course can kind of help um, people and kind of turn that light bulb on. And, you know, then people are open to coming and talk to me, having conversations about finances and, and that finance conversations open doors to talk about, you know, marriage and other issues and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just an open door to, to be a leader um, in, in a space that you probably wouldn't be able to have otherwise. So um, I think it's awesome, man. Yeah. I, um, and, and it's not, you don't have to make uh, a small impact that you make in somebody's life will ripple. Right. So yeah. I, I tell, and like, I tell uh, Brad and Jonathan, the guys on our podcast all the time. I'm like, I, the only thing, if I could accomplish uh, one thing with every young military member that's to convince them not to buy a new car and to not put money on credit cards, right? If they had a thousand dollars in the bank that they didn't touch and they didn't use credit cards and they didn't buy a new car, they would literally change the trajectory of their life throughout their military career. Um, yeah. And so those three things, like it's not, it's not like you're having to sit down and teach um, a graduate level class, right? Like it's just kind of putting logical arguments between or behind those three points of like, Hey, have you considered this? Cause it, it'll yeah. make a huge difference. Well, I went to, I was, uh, I got connected to some air force Academy guys, um, you know, being here, uh, in Colorado and, um, one, one of the, the seniors like invited me to come down on a Saturday morning and, and talk to him and, and some of his buddies and it hit, some of his buddies and it turned up to be like 50 cadets and, uh, <laughs> on a Saturday morning, like in a they hotel in lobby. Packs. Yeah, dude, but but it was it was so awesome, man. Like, yeah, I just came down and, and you know was was talking to him about just very basic, you know, real estate investing, and I was kind of focusing on like the VA loan and and house hacking and maybe like buying a duplex and you know mm -hmm. renting out to your roommates. All the stuff that I wish I would have done. I wish I'd have gone to Pensacola, bought a house, yeah, rented it out to my roommates, um, and you know still hold it to this day, right? But no, I didn't right. do any of that stuff. But 
afterwards, like some of the guys came up to me and they're like, you know what, we've had financial classes, you know, at, at the academy. Um, we've had lectures all the time, but this is the best financial training that I've ever had. And, and to this day, I still have people like, you know, guys now that are in their like first tours that went and did it. Like they went and bought a duplex and they use their VA loan yeah. and they're house hacking. And it's just, it's just super cool to see. And like, I, I really, I wish I could get in front of more people. And, I, and like, so I guess a question for you is, is, you know, how do we do that? Like, how do we, how do we get in front of more college students? How do we get in front of more like brand new, you know, first, first time officers and, and enlisted people? Like, I mean, I, I think it's super important. Yeah, it, it is. And I know, you know, we, we've kind of bounced this idea around before and, and, um, COVID has made it uh, a little bit difficult in one sense, because we're not doing as much, you know, live in person stuff. But then I think it's opened up a whole new world with virtual, like people are so much more comfortable doing stuff online, um, things like the war room and, and like really connecting, like taking the energy to connect online. And so I think that uh, I've, I've been stewing on that question too. Like how, how do we do that? How do we get into to some of these places? Um, they're, there are some, you know, there's some resources. First, I do want to, I, I always do like to foot stomp that there are resources on base, right? Like if you want to go for the Air Force, it's the Military Family Readiness uh, Center. I, I honestly don't remember what it's called for the Navy. Fleet and Family. Yeah. Yeah, the Fleet, Fleet and Family, family yeah. Center, yep. So um, most, at least for, for the Military uh, Family Readiness Center, like they have a um, a financial, either a financial coach or a financial counselor or something, somebody like that on staff that you can go talk to for free. So you can go if you're on a military base and get some help like that. But um, there are a bunch of resources online that I, I really want to figure out, Stu, similar to you, like, hey, how do we get this to, you know, in the foundation, we're kind of tackling that pre-K through 12. Mm -hmm. And then the course is... Um, I think that the vast majority of people who are finding the adult course are, you know, let's say late twenties, early thirties, forties, fifties, right? Like there is significantly a gap in that post high school, either first job or college area of like your early twenties. Cause I think that um, a, a lot of me and myself included just weren't thinking about that then. And so it's a great question that uh, I would, I think that, finding some contacts on, you know, the Air Force Academy and, and uh, Naval Academy and those kinds of places. Yeah, we should tackle that and, and say, like, put ourselves out there, right? Like we just talked about, how can we Man, help? If, Who do we know if there? We just um, If we just knew some like commanding officers that could <laughs> potentially offer up all hands calls to stuff like this. And it's funny, I make it a joke. I, I never thought of that. Like I've thought of bringing in um, a number of speakers to our command specifically. And there's a number of folks that I, that I'm um, looking legally to get in, in the, in the doors. Cause it's so easy now with, like yeah. you said, uh, virtually and getting them in front of getting them exposed to some people that are in stew in my network. And I, it just never crossed my mind until you guys are sitting there talking. I'm like, man, I should just like, you're a military member. I should get you as a guest speaker into our all hands call. Right. And we, it's, it goes back to that thing of just being creative because we know, I mean, we're old dudes now, right? Like all of our counterparts are 05s, 06s in the Navy or other services that are potentially COs. And if they're not COs or XOs, they're, they're, they, they have access to, like those are their peer group. And I think there's so many ways that we could absolutely be creative and, and do partnerships of, of just getting the word out. Because at the end of the day, that's what servant leadership is about, right? How can I serve you? How can I add value to you? Well, I'll just put some dude in front of you that can talk about maybe change your life with some of these things that like stewed with the, with the Air Force Academy. So that's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Cause you know, I had a similar experience with the Naval, Naval Academy guys and getting in front of uh, some of them and, and COVID hit right when I was kind of hitting my stride. And, um, but the ones that are there, man, they're sponges, dude. And I'll tell you what, we will never know. We will never know the return on the investment. And you will never know, Stephen, how many people that you have touched, whether through the podcast or through one of your programs, you will never know until, you know, the day you get to heaven. Um, but I will tell you that it will be absolutely the potential to change somebody's life to not go through. Cause I'll talk to you guys both, you know, you guys uh, uh, bought cars and all that. And I did that, but then I was like, you know, hold my beer. I'm going to one up you. And I went to Hawaii and bought a house 
a condo, $400,000 condo, paid a thousand dollars a square foot. And I didn't know what a VA loan was. <laughs> I didn't know what a VA loan was. I, I was a Lieutenant. You're a Lieutenant in the air force. That's Oh, one Oh two. I was a senior Oh three in the Navy and had no clue what the VA loan was. And just that one decision, I took an 80, 20 loan. I, my 20% down payment. And now I think back, I'm like, I thought this was like smart. Uh, my 20% down payment was a, a five-year arm um, in 2006. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if I did a VA loan, I, I may still have that place and I potentially would have made $400,000 on it. Mm-hmm. And instead I lost, you know, 150,000. And, and, and I'll tell you, it was because I didn't even know what the VA loan was and how different would my life be if I talked to Steven, you know, as a, at least just had an inkling of, of something like that. So it's powerful stuff. You know, um, the people, a lot of the people who listen to y'all's podcast, right? Like they, this probably isn't new to them. And so that's where also like we have, um, we can make ripples all over the place. And so um, I have been sitting on something for a while. Funny enough, actually, uh, it was an idea that uh, Doug Norbin and I had at FinCon two years back. And that was that uh, a whole bunch of people on our military Facebook groups, the choose a five Facebook group, you know, uh, military fire Facebook group, all these different places that have people kind of coalescing around the idea of personal finance. They, a lot of times people will ask, Hey, is there a slideshow out there or a presentation that I can give my unit on a unit training day? And cause they, they don't want to like do the work to put it together necessarily, but if there's something out there, they would give it, they'd be willing to stand in front of their unit and give it. And so, um, Airman mill dollar and, Doug Norman and I, we brainstormed. We were like, hey, what if what if we just make one, right? Like, what if we make one, the three of us can put it together and um, we won't brand it anybody's particular brand, right? Like, we'll put all the resources on the back page and we, uh, we just hang it on the website and let people use it and point people to it and say, if you want to teach this to other people in your unit, um, do that. I will admit that that is sitting in my files. It's been like a two-year project. It is probably 98% done. um, And it's just not hanging on the website yet. Before this podcast goes live, I will put it on our website. And I, we nice. can point people to it, right? So it would be, I'm, I'm going to make this up. So chooseify.com slash military. Um, I will make sure that <laughs> we redirect yet. that. We <laughs> redirect that on correctly. Monday it will. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll I will... I will put up there. We have multiple. We have ones that, that we made that are pretty intense. They're pretty in depth and um, it has, it's a slideshow and an instructor's book. So like you can literally, it's like a script. You can read off it. It's almost like, you know, Dave Ramsey's FPU, right? Like you, yeah. you only have to be one day past being a student yourself to give it. And so, um, but there's some other, like, there's a whole bunch of other ones. There's one that Doug has, there's ones that uh, guys have put on the Facebook group. I will collect as many of those as I can. I'll give credit to the people that they came from, but we'll hang them in the same place. That way, like, if you are interested in teaching this stuff to your unit, you will have resources. Like you won't have to do the work. You just have to stand up there and show some slides and, and answer some questions. So I'll do that before Monday. That's awesome, that's awesome, man. No, that that's great. And then you know, my mind's just going nuts on on our network of folks, yeah. right? Like I'm thinking of DoD reads and and how potentially to plug into that huge network with something a resource because John Laney and and his team are so passionate about military members and and teaching them through you know leaders are are readers and and um, just so passionate about all of this stuff, right? To to enrich other people's lives. And at the end of the day, there's no you know, we're not looking to sell it. We're, we're looking to uh, influence and, and give you a resource that could change your life that we wish we had uh, when we were young, you know, knuckleheads. Now we're just old knuckleheads, but um, you know, I, that, that's awesome, man. No, I, I love that commitment. And it's, it, and if we didn't have this podcast and we didn't have this conversation, then maybe that thing sits in your files for another two years. Right. Yeah. And it probably and would. And, and I think it'll change lives. I, I, I really do. And um you know, once we get off, uh, uh, you know, have a couple more topics that we want to touch here, but uh, I'm going to start uh, booking you for an all hands call. Seriously. Right. Yeah. And, and I would yeah. encourage anybody who listens to, to engage with your leadership. Or, and if you are the leadership to engage and figure out ways to be creative, to, to really do something outside of just administrative paperwork, which is huge for their careers, but do something to change your sailors, soldiers, Marine 
um, you know, airmen's lives. And this is something that is very practical and, and could yeah. absolutely blow their minds. I mean, as a commander, like imagine if every member of your command had a thousand dollars in the bank, like that one thing alone would change like the, the stance of our military. It, it, it's a, and, and the military has acknowledged it, right? Like they have acknowledged that financial fitness for our members is like a national security issue. Um, it affects your security clearance. It affects all kinds of stuff, right? It's the number one reason for divorce. It, it, it just has these like tentacles in all different parts of our lives and our jobs. And so um, little tiny changes really would have a huge difference in like the units that we're in. Yeah. In my, in my career, the financials are the number one thing that causes people to lose their clearance finances, yep. which is crazy because if you think about it, that is our livelihood. Mm-hmm. And so my, my, my lack of being able to control my livelihood can ultimately ruin my livelihood and my future and all the training that I've, that I've put in place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's huge. It's awesome, man. I'm fired up, dude. Was, I didn't know this was going to be just like a, a straight up like brainstorming session. This is, this is awesome, yeah, man. This is great. I mean, I, I want to like, I mean, so for ever, all of our listeners, um, th- this is a challenge, right? Like this is a challenge to take this, to jump on, choose FI, you know, the, the link, get this stuff and start and start teaching and start educating and start helping. And and if, if somebody has like a, a connection, um, you know, at, at the, the academies, the Naval Academy, Air Force Academy, West Point, ROTC, um, you know, locations, um, let's get in front of like these, you know, these future leaders and, and teach them about how to be financially savvy. Um, yeah. I yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Right. Like ROTC units probably have a lot more freedom as to yeah. what they want to bring in and teach. Cause they're not considered like a military installation. So there's, there's one at almost every college. There's so many places that, that could have an influence. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's awesome, man. It's going to fire it up. It's going to fire what it else? up. What else? What else? I mean, hey, let's go so ahead. I'm, I'm curious what, um, you know, just to kind of bring it back relationally to, to our audience. So you're, so what you're going to, you're, you're looking at being a general in the air force. What's, what's your plan? I don't think that's your plan. <laughs> is it? No, no, I, um, I am planning on getting out, right. I've done. So the air force, uh, contract is 10 years after you complete pilot training since I, uh, participated in the, uh, beach shorts and sand of Pensacola. I added about a year extra than my peers on that uh, and wouldn't change that uh, for the world. And then, um, so I've got about a year left and I am at this point, uh, it's funny, uh, y'all's recent episode with Doug Nordman, it, it hit me like, it hit me so good. Like the stuff that he talks about, I love talking to Doug Nordman and thinking about, you know, the staying in the military, getting out. I know that, you know, he, um, is a big proponent of the reserves and, and, and the ability to, to go and have options. And so that's what I'm looking at doing is I'm looking at getting out and having options and, um, to, to kind of bring it back, right. That financial independence, uh, the pursuit of financial independence has given me those options. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to financial independence or financial freedom or financial literacy, like whatever you want to call it, right. Like whatever name you throw on it you think of it as this destination and in the extreme of that is the fire movement, right? Financial independence, retire early um, is some destination, but the beauty of it is, is every single step you take to getting your life more in order gives you options. And so um, my commander asked me, he's like, why do you want to palace chase and get released from your commitment early in the middle of a pandemic and a recession? Like that seems crazy. Everyone else back here over the last 12 months has been asking to pull their retirement paperwork and their separation paperwork back from headquarters so they can stay in longer. And my answer is because I have so many exciting opportunities that I want to go do, right? Like I, I have a little bit in savings, um, nowhere near the amount, not even close to the amount that I could like quit working and just be retired the rest of my life, right? But I have enough money that I'm not, I'm not afraid to take a gap year. I'm not afraid to go and be able to support myself for a full year and figure out like, what are my options on the outside? And then some of the stuff that I've done, um, you know, I, I, I'm a military history major at school. And that was because I went to the counselor and I said, what degrees require no more math? after my first freshman math class. And they were like, all right, well, you can do like behavioral like science. 
English and uh, history. And I was like, great, history sounds like I can watch a lot of movies and be done with my degree. So that's the one I chose, right? And so if you would have told me that I would be like writing material and creating content and creating web pages and that kind of stuff, I would have told you that you were crazy and should get back on your meds. Um, but you know, 10 years later, I find like, that's what I have slowly and painfully and many YouTube hours later um, built because you can learn anything online these days. You literally can learn anything on YouTube these days. And so I have the ability to get out and say like, hey, what do I want to do? Do I want to go work for, um, you know, a company out in Hawaii and help them like do some software stuff and build some web pages and that kind of stuff? Or do I want to go work for Choose a Fire a little bit more? Like it's, uh, it has given me options by simply taking like two of the 100 steps required to get myself towards uh, financial independence, which I always like to to tell people, like, I don't think that that's something that we talk about a whole lot, just the freedom that you have by having options. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the conversation we had with Doug prior to that was, I mean, the, 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 key, the key phrase that I picked up when was, hey, money gives you choices, right? And mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have to be a ton of money, it just has to be enough to, to you know, to, to give you that freedom. And yeah. um, it, it's, it's not that hard to, if you just kind of put some steps in place and, and be disciplined. Um, you know, to reach that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a huge point too, for, for our listeners. I think most people look at, they, they think that you have to be rich in order to be financially free. And, and I think you make a great point, Stephen, in that you can be somewhere in the journey to whatever your desired end state is, whatever that is. And if it's a lot of zeros and that's fine, but if, but if you start at some point, and say you're like halfway to those lots of zeros, that is still more zeros than you had when you started. Yeah. And now you have options. Mm -hmm. and, and, and each of those zeros is an O for an option that you've got. And I think it's such a huge, um, it's a mindset thing. And Stu and I are constantly evolving our business because we're like, dude, do we really, is our goal and our goal has never been to, you know, there's not a number. We've never been like, oh, I want a $10 million. Or I want a million. Like it's never been that. I don't even know what the number would be because we don't talk about that. What we do talk about is leveraging and maximizing our opportunities, our business and our skill set to create enough to pay the bills. Because mm -hmm. as soon as you hit that number, which is not a lot, right? Well, for us, it's not a lot, right? But, um, and that's again, mindset and habit-based, but, but it, once you hit that, you are now completely free. And, yep. and it doesn't have to be a million dollars in the bank. It could be significantly, substantially less than that. And I think you make a great point for all the people looking to transition because you have options, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, I had somebody once tell me, they're like, don't get to the end of your military time, whatever that is, right? Like whether it's the end of a three-year enlistment, the end of 10-year contract for pilots or 20 years retirement, do not get to the end of your time in the military and not have options, right? Like you, there is so many through tuition assistance and, and the, the military gives us so many tools and so many great experiences that you can take advantage of. Um, but again, kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, like it takes one of the hurdles that you have to get over is the idea that doing something creative, something um, that you're passionate about outside of the military um, gives you some of those options, right? That is the doorway to a lot of options. And it's not a, it's not a zero sum game. So I think that, that, you know, there is a perception in the military of, Hey, like, why would you do something on your own? Like, why would you do something outside? Why would you write a book? Why would you start a website or do a podcast, right? Whatever it may be. Um, but I have found that everything that I have learned on the outside has actually made me a better air force member right like yeah, i am now for our my command like i am on phone calls with the headquarters staff about to launch a, a new program right and explaining to them like we should do this not with pdfs like we've done it the rest of you know eternity like you should not send out an email with 
full of PDFs on how to do this. We should launch a website. There should be like a call to action button at the top and you should have videos that are embedded to a website, right? And that website, it should, you should be able to get to it on the military network and on your personal yeah. phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have to use Internet Explorer only. <laughs> yeah. like, but, but I would never like I would never have those words to say to, you know, one-star generals and full bird colonels in the air force if i didn't do this stuff on the outside like it has made me such a better air force officer and so you know have so many more tools in my batman belt as to like how to do my air force job better so i really i really love the fact that you guys preach that message yeah i i I mean i i think i think every single person in the military should have some type of high of a side hustle um doing something i mean just like i said like do a blog do do a podcast write a book buy real estate, uh, you know, start a little, you know, side gig, do babysit, do dog walks. I mean, something, right? Like, yeah. Right. I think, I think, you know, to, to have, to have a plan, to have something that like you have a mission and a, and a vision that's outside of that military um, can be huge for, I mean, for so many different aspects, like for, you know, for transition, for PTSD, for marriage, for finances, for, I mean, for, for so many things, right? Um, I, I think yeah. it's when it's a young man, young man and young woman's game, right? The military is never intended to be something for very, very few people. Uh, 40 years is a, is a thing. Um, and even at, at the end of 40 years, you know, there are still people that are looking for jobs at age, you know, 62. Um, so after a career, you know, Stu and I are going to have a career of the Navy, you know, 20 years of the Navy complete, we're going to be 42 years old. Like that's people's prime. Mm -hmm. And so when you think of it like that, and if you spend your entire career solely focused on achieving the the max you can from the military, and it's just singularly minded and not considering getting out one, you're a disservice as a leader to your, to all the, the 95, 97% of the people that are not going to make it a so all those people you now have are unable to mentor them in anything but military. And then for yourself, like you have to, at some point become self-aware and realize like my time is very limited and, and I will be done at some point and then that's it. And what am I going to do then? And, and that's mm-hmm. where you see people face depression and suicide and all this loss of identity. And I'll tell you, Stu and I, I love the military and I love service members. I love, uh, civilian counterpart air force people i love what this you know i love this country but i tell you i am so excited to get out so excited to get out and and i love my command i love being a co i love all that stuff it's great but i am i cannot wait um obviously i can wait because i want to live in that moment but i'm i'm super excited for the next step as well because that's going to be a a great adventure as well because there's Mm -hmm. opportunity there but you have to think about that kind of stuff yeah it's awesome we could probably go on for another hour um easy stuff man it's good stuff i'm fired up um steven you got any last parting shots like anything else that you you know just kind of want to add or or even just like a, a request from our listeners or anything um you know i i i like to whenever i do teach a group of people i like to ask them two questions um one what does being wealthy mean to you? Like, what's the definite, your definition of wealthy, right? And I, I would uh, propose that um, Robert Kiyosaki gets it really well. And he says that you measure wealth and time, right? So you guys mentioned this earlier that uh, it, once you have some kind of income, passive income, investments, whatever, that reaches your level of expenses, you're free like every dollar over that, right, is compounding and growing and you can now do whatever you want with your life. And so um, just, I think understanding that concept and internalizing that and, and it's such a simple concept, but you can, uh, you can adjust that equation so many different ways. You can lower expenses, you can increase income, right? You can invest differently. Um, Then the second one is um, think about how much money you need to retire. And it's funny because we as military members, we're really good at following a system. We're really good at like do A, B, C, and D, and then kill E. Great. I'm going to do all of those things, kill E, done. Um, 
a lot of military members, a lot of people in the world are putting money away for retirement, right? But like, what, what is that for you? So think about it. Like all the things we've kind of talked about today, that's, I like to ask people like, what, what is your retirement number? How, you know, how have you figured out that that's a very simple equation, right? Like take your expenses times yearly expenses times 25. And, and you can find that kind of information everywhere on the website, uh, on the internet, Doug Nordman's material, um, Kate Harrell's, all these different like military bloggers. Um, so think about those two questions and then everything else kind of stems from that. And then uh, the, the request I would make is, is, is go out, like once you have a grasp of this information, go out and be the person who's willing to talk about this, willing to share it with the people. You know, it doesn't have to be in the front of a room on unit training day. It's sitting over Afghanistan in the co-pilot seat next to um, four other people who are talking about GameStop and how they want to get down and trade in Robin Hood, right? Like that is where you can make a difference. So Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin, everybody buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. It's like $50,000. Right it's <laughs> wild, wild. Elon Musk making the world crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's, so. that's good stuff, man. I, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and, and uh, I'm excited to continue to have more of these talks. Um, I'm glad you're a war room member. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm new. I'm fresh. I'm excited. Good. I had to fly last month, so I didn't get to join you guys, but I'm excited. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Well, uh, when you come out to Colorado, we'll, we'll even have some more fun. David will. Yeah. I'll, I'll teach you snowboarding. how to snowboard and I'll show you how to snowboard. I'll show you how to fly fish. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. David, not so much. Uh, <laughs> Still amateur level. Yeah, he's yeah, not, very, not very good. Yeah, yeah. No, Stu. Uh, <laughs> Stu is uh, highlighting all the things that that he has taught me over the years, which I'm so grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, my business partner. That's actually one of the best options I'm looking for is financial independence to free myself from my business partner. Um, <laughs> that's one of my one of my big goals. <laughs> Well, I'm always on the lookout for a new best friend. So, uh, Stephen, uh, and Stephen, I've, I don't know if you, if you heard on a number of our shows, I've highlighted that he's literally been on the lookout for a new best friend for years yeah. and there's not a single taker. Like nobody is interested. Nobody, nobody. I, so. I have a requirement of counting higher than 20 for my best friends. So hey, I don't man. know what episode we're on. I don't think we hit that at the beginning, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> You stopped yeah. counting. We, saw, we stopped in the counting. 50s. We're in the 50s. Yeah. yeah, I stopped counting a while ago. I was an engineer major, but I just had a calculator for everything, and I cheated a whole lot. I mean, no, I didn't. <laughs> of course not. I had, a, I had a partner. I had a lab partner that that uh, did lots of work for me. But... Yeah. Anyways, hey, man, even back then, he was hiring it out. He was hiring as we. I was hiring it out. So, hey, that's just efficiency right there, man. Dude, building your team. That's build right. your build team. team. Build his team. That's right. Hey, Steven, well, I, I'm really appreciative for you taking the time, especially up in the mountain cabin. Uh, I know that you could have been doing a number of different things, but uh, you took the time to hang out with some knuckleheads. I'm uh, uh, jealous that you are 10 years, so halfway uh, from where Stu and I are into your military career, and you've figured out so many of these things. You've got some of these resources. You've figured out the leadership aspect of how to teach people this hugely important life lesson that will literally uh, – make people's lives better and change their lives for the better. Uh, and then they will go out and, uh, you know, talk about compound interest, the people that you're impacting are going to impact other people. And, and that's the true ROI that I think is most valuable is, is changing lives and service. And so you're doing that in spades, my man. And, and uh, just so happy to uh, have had the opportunity to have you on the show and, and keep up the amazing work. And I'm serious. Uh, we'll be talking after this, but uh, trying to figure out how to get you in front of the command pretty easy. Um, and, and let's, let's move forward with that and ask all of our listeners, be creative, you know, find a Steven or, or just reach out to Steven and, uh, and, and, and get in front of your people to, to change their lives. And on that, you know, how do we, how do people reach you, Steven? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I love what you guys are doing. I'm huge fans of, you know, y'all's transparency and your willingness to have conversations about all kinds of stuff that uh, benefit uh, military and just uh, regular people alike. Uh, people can reach out to me. It's Stephen with a PH. So S-T-E-P-H-E-N at chooseify.com. Um, I'll always answer that email. You can ask for uh, resources, suggestions, you know, whatever. We, we, I will point you. There's a lot of stuff I don't know, but 
I've gotten to meet uh, a bunch of really cool people like Doug Mormon and Rich Caramy and you guys and Airman Mill Dollar and some of the bigger pockets people, right? Like, like if you have a question, don't be afraid to reach out. We will get you pointed to the right person. Um, the people in this community are so welcoming. They're so happy to, you know, share what they've learned and the mistakes that they've made. So um, we definitely will get you connected. Good stuff, man. I think this podcast deserves five stars. What do you think? think so i think i think so yeah yeah i think so yeah. well you've kind of beat me down with the one star thing so i almost feel like i deserve one star every time um <laughs> yes. but... it was a few minutes late so it was five stars for the first like minute or two and ticking <laughs> down <laughs> guys uh guys and gals go um go go connect with steven um please share this uh get this word out uh subscribe to the podcast give us five star reviews that'd be highly appreciated and um most importantly, go fill your storehouse. Make it a great day, friends. See you. See you guys. See Thanks for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and share it with someone you love. And if you really felt inspired, leave a five-star review so we can continue to grow and help other Christian entrepreneurs fill their storehouse. If you're interested in creating financial freedom through real estate investing, be sure to check out our website at storehouse310turnkey.com. We'd love to serve you through our platform of Building the Kingdom. Just click on the contact link and we'll reply to you as soon as we can. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go for your storehouse and make it a great day.